This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, overseen by the elders of the Chipman Road Church of Christ in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, ladies. I was thinking the other day, there are many things in this life that are confusing. Uh, rapid changes in technology. Uh, please, don't even let me get started on that one. But with the global incidences we are inundated with, to dealing with changes in society, in what most godly individuals consider sinful activities, we often seem to feel bombarded, if you will. Now, all of this can lead to a great deal of stress for Christians, for parents, for employees and employers, and, well, pretty much everyone. Life can be beautiful and trying at the same time. So how does the Christian manage to cope with this in their everyday life? How do parents explain these rapidly changing ideas and events to their children? How do schools, congregations, handle various situations that arise? Perhaps situations they've never had to field before? And all of these are valid questions. In my opinion, I believe that Christians will or should have an advantage over many who've never chosen to walk in that pathway. While the entirety of humanity in our day and time has access to Bibles that are the inspired word of the Creator of our universe, our Heavenly Father, God, not all will take advantage of them, dedicating their life to diligent study and application of those words of truth, John 17:17 17, 17 and John 8:32. But I was recently privileged to hear a lesson at a ladies' day given by a very well-versed godly lady, and one particular phrase stuck in my mind. I liked it because not only is it true, but it's easy to remember for our children, for those who strive for a better and calmer life. And it can actually cause us to pause for a bit before we make choices that could affect us for the rest of our earthly lives, and most importantly, for our eternal soul. Now, you may have heard these words, but I actually had not put them, heard them put quite like this. Not before. Maybe even stated in a different way. But this is what she said. It is never right to do wrong, and it is never wrong to do right. Well, that sounds pretty simple, doesn't it? Even without any definition from a dictionary, most anyone from three to four years old and upward can understand this. Because of the Word of God, rightness or righteousness is easy to discern. And given that, anything that is not right is wrong. And I will admit there are some who may have never heard or never read the Word of God, but they certainly understand the laws of the land. We surely wouldn't ever try to tell a police officer that we were never aware of any speed limits or anything. The very word limit could be offensive to some, I know. Or that we could slap a parent or a teacher without any repercussions. I mean, laws are laws, and they're all around us. So I think we get the picture. So ladies, let's look at a few things over which we should not be confused. When our motives are wrong, our actions will not be right. This is classic of, it's never right to be wrong. Consider the publican, the self-righteous Pharisee, of Luke 18, 10 through 14. Two men went up into the temple to pray, the one a Pharisee and the other a publican. 
The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank thee that I am not as other men are, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this publican. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I possess. And the publican, standing afar off, would not lift up so much as his eyes unto heaven, but smote upon his breast, saying, God be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For every one that exalteth himself shall be abased, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. This is wrong in several areas, ladies. The pride, the arrogance, the prejudice, and several other offenses. It was not right for this Pharisee to do wrong, to degrade and humiliate the publican, a man who was trying to humble himself before God in a repentant frame of mind. As women of God, we look at this and we probably feel shame for the Pharisee's self-righteous attitude and have sympathy for, want to encourage the publican, don't we? And notice what Jesus had to say about it. The publican went down to his house justified rather than the Pharisee. When I think of that phrase, it's never wrong to be right, I think of so many examples in the Bible. But I'd like to look at some examples from the New Testament. Obviously, the Apostle Paul comes to mind. When we knew him as Saul, he was committing atrocities to the Lord's church, capturing and dragging her members off to be persecuted and killed, men and women alike. Let's look at Acts 9, verses 1 through 2. And Saul, yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord, went unto the high priest, and desired of him letters to Damascus, to the synagogues, that if he found any of this way, whether they were men or women, he might bring them bound unto Jerusalem. That's not a very pretty picture of that great apostle, was it? But Saul's life changed, and not just his name. The Apostle Paul became one of the greatest evangelists for our Lord Jesus Christ, and an amazing example of living a Christian life against every atrocity known to mankind. He lived a long excuse me, he lived a wrong lifestyle fighting Christianity, but when exposed to our Lord, he determined to be the best example of Christ he could be. Paul understood that it's never wrong to do right. This will probably be a harder thing for the Christian because it puts us in a position of having to stand for the truth of God in spite of circumstances, relationships, family ties, jobs, activities we participate in, and a host of other situations. But we have to keep in mind the end goal. Peter and the other apostles said, We ought to obey God rather than man, Acts 5.29. This was his reply when told by the authorities that they were not to teach in the name of Jesus and spread that doctrine. They did what was right. There was no confusion in their minds, no hesitancy, no excuses or attempts to divert or minimize their teaching. They knew and understood the will of God. They lived it in their every waking moment, and they obediently delivered it to any and all who would listen. They had that sense of oughtness that every Christian should have. Neither did they 
leave any confusion in the minds of those who were listening to them. And they showed us how it is never wrong to do right. Ladies, I pray that we may always remember this and seek that righteous way that will take us to heaven. I thank you for listening. We thank you for joining us today. We hope you have enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting us at BibleWayMedia.org. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.